What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Second of Victory podcast. On this podcast, we will be talking about the Ryan Tannehill contract. Um, we'll talk about Derek Henry getting the franchise tag, um, the uh, Dennis Kelly, Jack Conklin situation, um, and then uh, we'll kind of just talk about um, some NFL free agency. It's just Chris and I on this podcast, so you'll just hear from the both of us, but um, uh, we're glad to be back and uh, a lot to talk about. So let's go. <laughs> Second and Victory Podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Second and Victory Podcast. Austin Nelson here with my guy, Chris Carter. The one and only Chris Carter. What's up, man? How's it going? I'm good, we finally, dude. How are you doing? We finally got a little bit of sports again. I mean, it's, it's off-season news, but I'll take that over not having anything, right? I mean, all jokes aside, man, as, as as rough as these last couple of weeks have been with, I mean, everything going on in everybody's life, you know, this isn't just affecting you or me, it affects the entire world right now. So it's it's nice to have something to talk about and nice to kind of podcast about it. So, you know, we definitely need to kind of take a break from the world and, 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 and kind of vent out our, our sports frustrations and whatnot. So I'm happy to, to be talking with you. Um, you know, we got some Titans news. We got a lot of Titans news, actually. A lot of important Titans news. A hundred percent. And one of these has to do with the quarterback. And we'll start with that with Ryan Tannehill, man. Um, it is official. Ryan Tannehill is back under center for the Titans for at least two more years. And then we can kind of talk about the rest here in a minute. But uh, he's back. Uh, signed a four-year, $118 million contract with the Titans on Sunday. Uh, what was your first initial reaction to it? Um, excited. You know, it's it's been a long time since uh, I, th- I think we've been able to say that we have a, a legitimate franchise quarterback, and you know I think he is one. Um, he's he's here for you know at least the next two years. I, I know the contracts for four, but um, we know we have him for two years, and and hopefully um, he shows the same promise he showed last season, and uh, and we can continue on this uh, upward trajectory that we're on and, and hopefully get a Super Bowl out of it. 100%. Man, I, I feel like um, a lot of these guys on the team um, have a bad taste in their mouth from last year. Um, they tasted, you know, a lot of success last year and kind of going on some some long winning streaks. Um, they, they they go to New England to beat the uh, the Patriots. They go to Baltimore and knock off the, the number one seed, the number one team in the, in the, in the league arguably last year. And then you you run to the hottest team really pretty much in the in the league, um, the Chiefs. And so um, the Titans were just a few pieces away last year um, from 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 really you know taking their franchise to the next level, going to the Super Bowl. But you're right, um, Ryan Tannehill is the guy. Um, there's so much swagger about that guy and how he plays, and um, he's just a stud. Um, every time you know he rolls out, he can do it with his arm or with his legs. I feel like, you know, Chris, there was so much talk about Tom Brady um, and and what should we do about the quarterback situation. But I feel like in John Robinson and Mike Vrabel's eyes, there was no there was no hesitation. It was Ryan Tannehill all the way. Um, And, you know, I'm not going to lie. I I was starting to drink the juice a little bit. You know, just just the whole thought of, of having the greatest quarterback in NFL history. Wearing a, I mean, it's kind of like that feeling we have when we signed, or when we, uh, yeah, when we signed Randy Moss, yeah, uh, off the waiver wire. Like, 
man, what a feeling to have freaking Randy Moss in a Titans jersey. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the feeling I was getting, like hearing all this Tom Brady talk. Like, man, the thought of having Tom Brady of all people in a in a Titans uniform is just. Uh, I mean, it's a it's a cool thought, uh, honestly. And but I mean, I think we all know that that at this point in their respective careers, Tannehill can can continue momentum upward, uh, whereas Tom Brady's kind of falling backwards a little bit. And um, who's to say that you know he he doesn't have another up year next year? We don't. I mean, we don't know. But the the guys going to be what forty three going into the season, I think. And um, whereas Tannehill's thirty one, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, so. Obviously, there's more than a decade of age difference there. Uh, I think Tannehill's at, at a prime age as a quarterback to to still be something special for a few years, and and hopefully we get those those years out of him. Yeah, I mean, and, and I'm with you. I I was if you guys follow me on Twitter, uh, I'm at i Austin Nelson. Uh, my my Twitter picture right now is a picture of Tom Brady, and it's because me and Zach from the F Words podcast uh, had a bet and. I I was with you. I was drinking the Kool Aid, and it's just because that that feeling of, um, to Chris, you know, in, in twenty with thirteen, when we had the chance to get Peyton Manning, um, he comes to to the you know, the the, I think it was St. Thomas Sport or uh, Baptist Sports Park at the time, and um, you know, meets with with everybody, and I think we literally gave that guy a blank check and said, write it yourself, do whatever you want to with it. It was just kind of the same feeling, like if you could get Peyton Manning, if you could get Tom Brady, do it. Like I understand he's forty three. It sucks at this point, or he he will be forty three. It sucks at this point in time that he wanted to to be a free agent and wanted to kind of go venture off somewhere. If it couldn't have been you know two three years ago, then we, I think we're all in. This is not even a debate. But it's just a kind of a a unique situation with the 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 year Ryan had and the person Tom Brady is. What do you do? But I think at the end of the day, the Titans made the right decision. I think everybody now looking at it, yes, you know. It was cool to think about, but the Titans most definitely made the right decision with going going with Ryan. Um, but I, I'm happy, and I think you are too. I think everybody's happy to have him back um, and, and kind of build off what we had last year, the, the success we had, and give him actually, you know, a full 16 game schedule um, and, and see what he can do with it. Um, and, and I think I said to you several times, I don't want to pay Tannehill more than 30. 30 a year. Like that was the breaking point for me. And and we got him for under 30. Uh, and I think that's key. Um, just to, just to get this point out there, what, which Tannehill nickname does second and victory support? What are we on board with? I keep seeing the Tana thrill, the Tana Hill. I've seen Tana C out there. Like, what is second of victory? I'm, I'm all in on Tana thrill. What about you? Uh, uh, okay. That's the one I like too. Okay. I know, I know, Buck. I think it's Buck that's really pushing Tana Trill. Uh, I yeah, that's thrill. a good one too. Yeah, I, I, I like I like Thrill for sure. I, I, yeah. We need those uh, those shirts to come back. I'm sure now that uh, you know Hangton, you know, with Marcus, you know, gone now, um, I feel like there's going to have to be any, like a, a new little rebranding. And so I feel like if you can come out like some Tana Thrill, um, like those Hulk Hogan, like the. Uh, Hulk Mania shirts or whatnot. I think yeah. Tana threw like kind of the, the font of it. Yeah. Um, I'm all in. Buy me, I'll buy one of those and, 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 and rock it. But yeah, dude, I mean, he's the quarterback. Like he, I mean, this is a guy, it, it's easy to get behind Ryan Tana with the, the year he had, how everybody um, kind of flocks towards him. He's just something, he's got something about him that, that, that he's got some moxie. Like. Yeah. And, and he, he's capable of being the face of a franchise. 
hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. And so, um, yeah, it's, it's a, uh, as, as we were saying, um, so after year two, the Titans do have an out in his contract. Um, if, if I, if I've been reading everything correctly, yeah, there there is some dead money. Obviously, it's a twenty million dollars signing bonus that'll be spread out over the course of the contract. Um, so if we do cut him after year two, there is there is some dead money that the team would have to deal with, but um, it's it's negligible. I mean, it's, it's not anything that's going yeah. to handcuff the team. You're right. They'll they'll eat ten mil if they were to to cut him after year two. And and I feel like I told you this. I feel like it, you know when we were texting, I told a lot of people this. I hope the Titans have an out just in case that this this was a mistake. Um, and now th- there's plenty of of off season left to go. Well, the Titans could go draft somebody because you got to think now, guys. The Titans do not have a backup quarterback. What do they do there? Do they sign a veteran? Do they sign a? Do they draft somebody? Um, I think they will go the draft route. I think they should go the draft route. We'll kind of hit on that in, in the podcast to come and kind of who we like and whatnot. Um, but what I'm getting at though is. Um, people who were dissing the Ten Hill contract, just saying they overpaid this guy. Why didn't they tag him and why didn't they sign Derek? You know, the opposite of what actually happened. Um, well, if you're already looking at it now, um, Ryan yesterday when he got signed, he was the seventh highest paid quarterback in the league. Uh, today he is now the ninth because of the Dak ex- uh, tag and the uh, Kirk Cousins extension. So the, the contract itself is already getting better um, day by day. Yeah, um, in terms. You, you still, you know that Mahomes is going to be, get his big contract at some point. Watson is going to get his big contract exactly. at some point. Uh, you're already looking at it. It's not even the top ten contract at that point. Uh-huh. And and the the guy was an AFC Championship quarterback last year. It just doesn't make sense to me. I think people are just kind of still think of Ryan Tannehill as the guy in Miami who who sucked and and, and hurt his ACL and that kind of thing. Um, he's not the same guy. Who's to say that? I mean, these things happen with quarterbacks and, you know, a new scenery, a new, a new place is good. And, um, Ryan bald. And I don't think it was, it was by mistake either. Um, now does he do it again to that, that magnitude, Chris? I don't know. Um, it'd be fascinating to see if he actually did, but he's got the weapons to do it. Um, we see that him and AJ Brown had a huge connection last year. Um, I think they'll keep that going, and and, and AJ's gonna um, prosper into a superstar in this league, in my opinion. Um, can he finally get Corey Davis involved more um, under a full season, an off season? I'm sure they'll get together this off season like they always do, and and uh, and throw with each other. Johnny Smith, um, you know, um, you have Adam Humphreys healthy, hopefully. So he's got plenty of weapons. Um, now we can talk about his his the other face of the franchise and, and Derrick Henry and kind of the the Titans announced on Monday that they would use the franchise tag on uh, on Derrick Henry. The King um, is back. The King's back, uh, as as Ryan said, uh, Tennessee let's run it back. Um, so they are they are keeping uh, Derrick around for another year. Now everybody is overreacting today about the franchise tag. Now, the Titans still have until July 15th to work out a long-term deal with um, with Derrick Henry. I believe that deal will be done in the next month, and I feel like that's too long. I feel like the deal will get done before that. What do you think, Chris? Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think a deal is going to get done. Uh, and I, I think a lot of people that are talking about Derrick being unhappy, I mean, no player wants to play under the franchise tag. Um, there's no there's no job, you know, extended job security with it. Um, 
But, you know, I think a lot of people are looking at the money and thinking, oh, that's less than what he wanted. But D- Derek made it clear that he misunderstood that whole Ezekiel Elliott thing. Um, I don't think Derek is wanting a exponential amount of money like some people think he did because they they heard that interpretation of that interview with Rich Eisen uh, and never heard his follow-up from it. So I don't think Derek's disappointed with the money. Obviously, I can't speak for Derek or his agent. I don't know where they're at. But the money's pretty damn good for a running back in the NFL in 2020. Um, I do think Derek wants to be here. I do think he wants a, a you know a longer contract. Um, but I also don't want this organization handcuffed by a long Derek Henry contract. We saw today the Atlanta Falcons release Devontae Freeman. That was a big uh, contract that they signed in 2017. That just hasn't panned out. Uh, he hasn't been healthy. Um, so big contracts, long extensions, rarely work with uh, running backs in the NFL. Um, so, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm happy with the franchise tag for Derek. I think uh, John Robinson's probably handling it the way that he should. Uh, if you can get a, a, a decent um, – Longer-term contract that works in the team's favor. Um, you know, I'm all for it, but you got to be careful. I, um, I mean, I, I, I'll say this: I wasn't expecting the franchise tag. Um, probably a week ago, I would, I would, I really thought they'd have the deal done. Um, but again, you're right, though. I mean, it's, it, it, I don't think it's that big of a deal. Um, and and I want to say this to the people who who think Derek's going to hold out. I don't see that. In any situation, do you? No way. I don't. I just. Listen, I mean, I, you know, there's a business, right? I mean, we all know it. Derek wants to play football. Exactly. And I don't think he's going to let anything uh, hold him back from doing that. I don't either. Um, And and I just don't see um, him being the type of person to. To hold out, um, I think. I mean, you got to think, man. This is a huge. It's like a what a, a a pay raise times ten from what he was making last season to now. Um, and it's just a one year thing. And, and I want to say this too. Um, shout out to the at F words podcast um, for for tweeting this out today. Um, there have been plenty of players the last couple of years who have been tagged and signed. Um, Demarcus Lawrence, Grady Jarrett, Robbie Gold. Clowney, D. Ford, and Frank Clark were all tagged and then signed a new deal at some point with the new team where they might have been traded. Um, so it happens all the time. The tag, I, I, I said to somebody that was kind of like, hey, he's back with us. Don't talk to him. Don't touch him kind of thing. He's, he's off limits. Um, and so they'll figure out something, a long-term deal. Um, and I think it's going to be kind of a chunk of a money kind of thing, Chris. They'll, they'll pay in like a, a three-year kind of thing or something with a lot of money guaranteed, in my opinion. Um, now, what do they actually do? I'll let that to, to Mike Herndon. Mike, Mike's the, the king in kind of predicting those contracts. But uh, now I'm happy. You know, I, the, the most important guys, the Titans in the back, are, are back on the roster. So um, nothing, nothing. you know, you can't complain about that. Um, I'm with you. I, I, th- I think it's, I think it's yeah. extremely valuable to have um, th- that backfield back together with Tannehill and Derek for at least another year. And uh, I think, like like pretty much everybody's saying on on Twitter, run it back. Uh, let's let's do it with these guys one more time and, and just see what happens. 
Um, now the Titans have had some, um, departures the last couple days as well. Um, they cut, uh, Deion Lewis, they cut Ryan Suckup, they cut, uh, Delaney Walker and they cut, who am I missing, Chris? Cameron Wake. Oh yeah. Uh, they, they cut Cameron Wake and that debt freed up to $17 million in cap space that happened over the weekend. Um, but, um, and that was they also today um, cut Jack Conklin. And so we kind of knew that was coming, expecting that to happen. Um, Jack, we all figured he was, you know, as being a 25-year-old right tackle, had an all-pro season, um, he was going to demand some money. And he definitely did, not as much as kind of you and I thought, right? Um, but he's going to be getting 20 mil in year one. He signed with the Cleveland Browns on Monday. Um, and, and I think there's there's two reasons he didn't get that large um, – AAV that we thought he would, uh, and that's because a it's a short contract, and b he's getting that front loaded twenty million because that contract's up and he's still twenty eight years old. So I think that was part of the deal. Is you know I'll take a little bit less money every year, but I want this front loaded, and I want I want a short term deal, and I think he got that. Um, so I, I I think it's an interesting deal. You know I, I I'm still happy we aren't the ones paying it. Um, I don't know that – I like Conklin, uh, but I don't know that he's worth that kind of money. No, I don't either. Um, I just – I feel like, it, I mean, if they could have well, – I mean, what was really the – you couldn't have tagged Conklin because, I mean, that would have been the whole point of the fifth-year option, right? You could have just done that. Um, but I think you and I both thought as well, right tag was a lot more replaceable uh, than any a lot of other positions on the roster. Um, whether that's through free agency or, or um, the draft. Um, but they kind of replaced him today, right? And uh, the yeah. Titans signed Dennis Kelly. Um, you know, a lot of people kind of been talking about, um, you know, he'll still kind of um, fight, compete for the uh, the right tackle job, but I feel like that's his to lose. Um, Dennis has came in and done everything the Titans asked of him, that he's played almost every position on the line. Um, I feel like it's his shot to earn and kind of prove to everybody, hey, I actually am a starting right tackle, starting tackle in this league. Uh, let me prove it to you. So they gave him a decent contract, a reasonable contract, making seven mil a year, um, three years, 21 mil. So I personally, this is the route I would have gone the entire time. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I will say I think that's starter money. Like, I think he's pretty much guaranteed. I don't think there's going to be an open competition at right tackle or anything. I think it's his job. Um now uh, you know if they if if somebody falls in the draft that they're just overwhelmed with. I mean, maybe maybe that changes, but um, I think we take a, a, a you know a right tackle in maybe the third round uh, and just kind of groom him for a couple of years. But I think I think it's his job, uh, and I think he'll do well with it. I agree. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. So the Titans pretty much have done. Um, almost everything that we thought they do. Um, now the, the biggest question mark is Logan Ryan, what the Titans do with him, um, if, if anything, uh, if they let him walk. And, um, the you know, I'm, I'm, a little, I'm a little shocked. I, I thought I he would do. be – I thought he'd be a day one signing for somebody. I, I did too. And you got to – I mean, there wasn't a whole lot of cornerback movement today besides Byron Jones, I believe, if I'm missing anybody. I think James Bradbury went to the Giants on Monday. Um other than that, I'm not sure if anything else happened. But you're right. I thought Logan Ryan and kind of Chris Harris have been kind of two of the biggest names off the board on day one. 
Yeah, it's interesting. Um, I, I do think somebody's going to pay him a nice chunk of change um, that we won't be able to match. Uh, just because I, I think he brings a lot to the table. You know, I I know he. A lot of people get mad because he got beat over the top a few times. I mean, that's not the that's not what the role everybody he gets beat. Yeah, uh, that's not the role he plays. Um, he is a he's a leader in the secondary. Uh, he's a, a great gadget corner. I mean, you line him up in the slot and you can have him do literally anything. I mean, he's rushing the passer. He's, uh, you know, covering tight end. Like, he did it all this season. And uh, he's extremely versatile, and I think somebody's going to really want that. 100%. And, I mean, I, I still hope the Titans find a way to bring him back. Um, it, it, I guess, Chris, we can segue to this now. Um, it there's, they have enough money to play with to either make a big splash and go get a guy like Jadavion Clowney um, or somebody else they have their eyes on, or they can kind of still um, put some pieces together and get a few um, mid-tier range guys and kind of kind of build the team that way. Um, I'm just not sure what they're thinking at the moment, um, but I would I would definitely love to have Logan Ryan back just because of uh, that secondary continuity he has and. Um, I'm still not sure what to think about not having DPs, Chris, and, and kind of what the defense is going to look like next year. Yeah. But I feel like having Logan there will help tremendously um, and kind of just um, teach and lead by example um, because he's, he's one of the, the best locker room guys that this team's had maybe ever. So I would love to find a way to have Logan Ryan back. But Yeah, I think um, that's a that's a longer discussion we, we probably should dive into in, in a future episode, but – I'm I'm intrigued by by what Vrabel's gonna do. Um, I I kind of wonder if it's gonna be kind of a, a coordinator by committee situation with several of these guys that he trusts on his staff, but uh, and then he makes the final call. Um, but yeah, I mean you know Logan's such a valuable piece, and and he was he was key to pretty much everything we did on defense last year. I feel like um, so he'll be a big loss, but yeah, I just. I think somebody's going to give him a lot of money, man. Um, and that sucks for us, but good for him. 100%. Agreed. Um, Chris, is, I mean, you're a huge NFL fan. I'm a huge NFL fan. I could talk NFL with you all day long. Um, I think today was one of those moments where you're like, oh, shit, nobody in this league is safe. Um, when DeAndre Hopkins was traded to the Cardinals today. New- what was the first Hopkins. reaction about that? Man, uh, you know, I, I think – I would put Nuke as probably the second best wide receiver in the NFL um, behind Michael Thomas. Um, oh, see, that, yeah. that's a debate for another day, too. Yeah, it is. Uh, oh. You know, and I, I think pretty much everybody you ask would probably have Nuke in their top three, no yep. matter what. No doubt. Um, but to see him get traded uh, for a broken David Johnson and a second round pick uh, is mind blowing to me. Um, I mean, this is this is a guy that, if anybody else were making the decisions besides Bill O'Brien, he easily commands a first, if not a first and more. Um, but I mean, we we've seen over the years that Bill O'Brien makes some very questionable personnel decisions, um, and it's just uh, just the fact that he's out of the AFC South now is like a hallelujah moment for for all of us uh, as Titans fans. Absolutely. I mean, dude, we DeAndre Hopkins has been torching Titans cornerbacks since he's been in the league. 
Um, you could go down the list of awful secondary members of this Titans franchise and see who he's burnt. Can uh, Can I just read his stats against the Titans? <laughs> yes, please. Shout out to John Glennon for putting this together. In 13 games that he's played against the Titans, he has 83 catches for 1,313 yards, which is a 15.8 yards per average and seven touchdowns. Good God. How many of those on Parrish Cox, you think? <laughs> a lot. A lot of them were. E. Ray Wilson. How many on those? Oh, man. Can you imagine? Holy. I mean, listen, when was the last time a Titans receiver had 1,313 yards in a single season and he's done it in 13 games against the Titans? <laughs> I mean, that's he's. That's a lot lower than what I expected. Really? Really? No, I, that's, that's right on par with what I. I mean, he's he's just torched us, man. Um, he is a Titan killer, and uh, just the the fact that we don't have to play him twice a year. And he was Deshaun Watson's safety valve too. I mean, that's yeah. what that's what shocks me is like, what is Deshaun thinking right now? Um, that I can't throw to the the best wide receiver in the game anymore, and that he has now he's probably just hit hit scratching his head of you know. Why trade me a why trade for a running back? What was wrong with the receiver we had? And I think um, David and and Hopkins were were they're making the, the same amount of money this year? If not, I, David might be making more. Um, it just doesn't make sense, man. Bill O'Brien is just running that team to the ground. It's not making any sense. I mean, they did not get a first round pick for DeAndre Hopkins, who's probably worth like two first-round picks, Chris, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, um, for sure. And you didn't get a first-round pick for Jadavion Clowney, who's probably worth one one in a, in a, a third or something like that. Um, I, I mean, if I'm a Texans fan, I am the, so pissed. Let's be honest. Like, you know what the crazy thing about – he's only 27. Only. That, that's what surprised me, too. Yeah. I mean, the the, the guy is – has years and years of domination left in him, and they couldn't get better than a broken David Johnson and a second round pick. Crazy. Thank God Bill O'Brien's in Houston. That's all I'm saying. No crap, and thank God DeAndre Hopkins is out of Houston. Amen. Uh, but uh, any other big uh, free agency things happened today that caught your eye? Yeah, the one that just broke. Uh, Marcus Mariota to the Las Vegas Raiders. Pretty I'm stoked for him, man. I, I, me and you talked about this offline. I, I think th- this is kind of a Tannehill situation. He might be the starter there by midseason. Oh, for sure. He oh, might be the I'll starter. See. He might be the starter there going into the season. I mean, I, I don't think uh, Derek De- almost said David Carr. Uh, Derek Carr's that special of a quarterback, and I, I think Marcus can be. And John Gruden loves him some Marcus Mariota. So if he really makes the investment in him and and they can pull something out of him, he might be the starter day one. One hundred percent. Okay, all right. This is where I. I I just feel like it's kind of be like a Titan situation from last year. I feel like the Raiders will have to give Carr a shot in a new stadium, um, in a new city. Um, I feel like it's still his team to lose, right? And so they'll 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 let Derek start, and if he gets hurt, if they they start one and five, two and five, whatever the case may be, 
Um, Marcus will get his chance, and what he does with it is is it. But I feel like I, I truly feel this way, Chris. <laughs> this might be Marcus's last opportunity. I, I just don't know what happens to him after this. Is he a? Is he is he truly a backup quarterback? No, I, don't, I mean, I, you know, I don't know what he is. It's hard to say. Exactly. We just I mean, we didn't know what he was. I mean, he's 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 got the talent. I mean, we know that. We saw that. Uh, but I don't know if the the physical issues with the nerve and the yeah. the mental roadblocks that came from that as well are enough to ever make him a starting quarterback in the NFL again. I hope so. I mean, I, listen, there is not a non-Titan in the NFL that I I'm going to root for harder than Marcus Mariota. Hundred percent. Um, but I, I don't know. I don't know what he is anymore. I'm excited for him. I, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping he, he thrives there. And then I saw, I saw, um, you know, Gruden loves, uh, loves Marcus, Mike Mayock, who's now the, the Raiders GM. Uh, Mayock had him as his number one quarterback coming out in 2015. So he was high on Marcus as well. So I think they know what they have in him. They, they and they, they probably been, you know, looking at that for, for a couple months now. They knew what was going to happen and, and, and they, they got him on day one, Chris. So obviously, it says something about Marcus and how much they liked him. So, yeah is uh, is he the is are the only quarterbacks that signed with new teams today? Him and Case Keenum. Who I mean, what were the odds on that? <laughs> I mean, well, I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm I'm being sarcastic, but I mean, what, how crazy is that though? Yeah. I feel like Case Keenum, Keenum got a, a very generous contract from the Browns, who spent a lot of money today. They did. They spent a lot of money today, and they tend to spend, you know, money, and it never pans out. So they have been the uh, notorious of being the offseason champs a couple years yep. in a row. Mm-hmm. So, but I, if we if we want to talk about the Browns, man, I do hope they get it together. Um, you know, with with I think the NFC North is going to be very competitive and, and fun to watch for a couple years um, to come. Now, you know that you have Baker Mayfield. Um, you have Lamar Jackson. You still have Big Ben, but I feel like the uh, the Steelers will make a move. It's my it's my hot take. Um, the Steelers will make a move um, this year for you a know. Back. Ironically, I, I saw several Steelers fans on Twitter clamoring for Mariota. Really? Yeah. See, I feel like no. I feel like it's going to be somebody I, in this draft. I feel like the the. the uh, the Steelers go after like I feel like they trade up for like a Jordan Love or somebody. I just feel like they go they go get their quarterback to replace Ben because I, I I mean Ben's making thirty three mil this year, Chris. I I just feel like it's this is the end of the road. It's this year. And that's it. I don't feel like he's you know, any more ball left in him. You know who feels like a Steelers quarterback in this exactly. draft? Jake Fromm. Jake Fromm feels it. Yes, I see that hundred percent. But is he the quarterback of the future? Is he just another Mason Rudolph? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. I don't think I think he's definitely got like the mental part of the game. I think, but I don't know if he has the the physical attributes to to be an NFL starter long term. The Bengals will get Joe Burrow, and so you have Burrow, Baker, and Lamar all in the same division. That's a, that's a that's a hell of a quarterback division right there. Yeah. So I'm all in on the NFC North for, for years to come. I hope Baker and the Browns can turn it together just to make it more interesting because um, with that offense they have, they can definitely put up some points and win some games. Um, so. one, one other thing that really stood out to me today uh, in free agency is the Baltimore Ravens stacking their defensive line. They do not want to see Derrick Henry destroy them again. Uh, I found that really interesting. Yeah. It didn't make much. I, I guess that's the reason, right? Um, 
So they get they get Calais Campbell, which was if if I mean if all they sent for him was a a third round pick, a fifth round pick. It was a it was a fifth. A fifth. Why didn't we do that? No, right. Which Dude, the Jags weren't going to trade with us, so most likely not. Um, but I mean, that's a heck of a that's a heck of a steal to get Calais Campbell for a fifth sure. round pick. And they got a good pick of a Michael Brockers too. Yeah. So, um, all right, we'll end with this. Uh, we talked about before we came on here, um, kind of a hot take, um, just for the next couple of days and, and what we think the Titans could do. And this is not by any means saying that this is going to happen. This is a hot take, a bold prediction kind of thing. Um, Chris, you start. I'm going to get flamed for this. Um, I think we should trade Corey Davis. Um, last year of his deal, uh, we're, we're not going to give him big money, obviously. Um, I just, you know, we, we have AJ Brown, uh, who's the future. He's the, he's the number one. Um, we got hump. We might have Tajay. I mean, who knows if we're going to reach San Tajay, his tweet today didn't make it sound like it could have been alluding to something else, but it didn't sound like he was very happy. Um, but you know, I think I think Corey Davis has the the most trade value that he ha- has had um, in the last couple of years. We know what he can do as a blocker. Um, we know there's wide receiver needy teams in the NFL like the Eagles. So I would trade him, um, get what you can out of him, and and not lose him for nothing next year. I like it. And I told you, I mean, I, I've been thinking about that as well. If, there, if there's one guy who can he can be replaced and who can be expendable, I feel like that is a guy for sure, um, especially with the wide receiver draft class being so deep this yeah. season. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of really good talent that talent. can be had in the second, third, fourth rounds. And there's a lot of teams who are wide receiver needy. Uh, so, you know, is, is Corey Davis worth a, a third? I think so. Yeah, and and wouldn't you rather as a as the Eagles or somebody? Wouldn't you rather take a, a flyer on Corey Davis with a second or third than draft somebody that's that you know nothing about who they are as a wide receiver in the NFL? One hundred percent for sure. And 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 one of these things too, Chris. I feel like you know just since you're talking about the Eagles, um, John Robinson has a, has a nose and has a, has an eye for why did I just say both those things? That's weird. Um, has an eye for. Uh, scouting, and so you know, in in, in twenty sixteen, when they, he traded DGB for Dennis Kelly, at the time, who the hell is Dennis Kelly? Right. Um, why can't it be you know one of these things too? If he trades Corey Davis and gets a a cornerback we don't know much about, and this cornerback turns out to be a, a, a Pro Bowler. I mean, he he does those kind of things all the time, um, and, and they turn out to be really good football players. So it could be one of those deals. Um, so I like it. Um, I'm, I'm with you there. Is there a team that you're thinking of besides the Eagles? Is that is that the team? I mean, yeah, Eagles have kind of been the one that have, have weighed on me the most. Uh, I mean, I know there, I know there's some other need. I know the Jags need probably some wide receiver help. Uh, we we're not trading with the Jags. Um, I I just think those are two teams that aren't gonna, <laughs> aren't going to do any business together. Um, but you know, there, there's like you said, there's several teams that are needing a wide receiver, um, and we'll see how it plays out. All right, I like yours. Um, all right, so you just kind of talked about the Jags will not trade with the Titans, which is probably not true. But if the Titans gave the Jags a good enough offer, would they? So I am going out to say that the Titans will trade their first-round pick this year 
which is pick 29, um, for the Jaguars' defensive end edge rusher, uh, Yannick Nagakwe. Um, the Titans are desperate for some pass rush right now, and so I don't think they'll pay the big bucks for Clowney. Um, I think Clowney will go end up going to like back to Seattle or even the Jets, who somebody a team who's got a lot of cap space still. I don't think the Titans will kind of put all their eggs in one basket and go get Clowney. Even if they do, I would rather them put all their eggs in one basket and have that basket be Yannick. So that is my hot take. They just trade their first round pick. The, the Jags may want somebody else too, or may just want another pick for it as well, but I think Yannick's worth it. So that's my that's my bold prediction. It's hard to argue. Special player, know. still very young. Sure. I think he's is he twenty four, twenty five? I believe so. I think and he's worth a long term deal. I'd, I'd give him a long term deal. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, obviously, huge financial investment um, yeah. at this point. But hey, I mean, he's is he worth it? I'd say so. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, listen, uh, it's been a lot of fun. Um, I mean, we're just, it was just Chris and I tonight. So, uh, we will, uh, you know, there's a lot of free agency to go. So I'm sure the next time we talk, other things will happen. The Titans will have more signings and, and things like that. So we'll kind of dive into that next time. But, uh, we just wanted to kind of get this out to you guys as soon as possible. Um, it's been fun so far. Hopefully the Titans make some more moves and, um, um, um have a little bit more to talk about next time. So, um, for Second of Victory, I am uh, I'm Austin. That's Chris. And uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter, at Second of Victory. Get us on Instagram as well, at Second of Victory. And uh, we'll holler at you guys next time. Peace. Tighten up.